0: Ooh, you are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price, and we are here at the New Dramatists' Luncheon. I'm standing here on the press line waiting for a slew, as they say, a cavalcade of people. And this year it's really exciting because the person that they're honoring is Mr. Nathan Lane three-time Tony Award win and six-time Drama Desk Award winner Nathan Lane, and it's going to be insane. This is the one chance that I get next to the Drama Desk nominees reception, as well as the Drama Desk Red Carpets, to be able to get conversations with some of the upcoming Tony Award nominees. It's going to be amazing, but it is always so much fun because this is also the celebration of new play writers. This is the opportunity for all of the great new plays that are being written this is a place where young playwrights, new playwrights can come and hopefully get their work seen, heard, and at the same time, maybe get some of these big names, celebrity actors to do some of their work. That's how they do. But it's so amazing because this year is going to be a lot more fun because I know a lot more of the nominees. So sit back. Can you hear all this excitement? It's the buzz, the buzz is happening. All right. So I got to get ready for folks. So sit back and get ready to enjoy an afternoon, if you will, at the new Dramatist Luncheon here here at the Marriott Marquis in uh, good old Manhattan in the middle of Times Square. Y'all, look at this, Jumping off the bat at the New Dramatists' Luncheon. I get to stand here and talk to Tony nominee, Caitlin Kinnanen, who if you remember last year, we were standing right in the same area before all of this stuff started, and dang girl, what a year has done It's
1: been year. a year. <laughs>
0: First of all, congratulations on everything because you know I'm a huge fan of you and huge fan of the show. But what is all of this like? Because I mean, honestly, you came here and nobody had a clue who you were, and boom, girl.
1: I mean, it's overwhelming in the best way possible. It's just to be a part of this show and have all of this going on through this amazing piece of theater is just such a blessing and I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: You know, this piece is speaking to everybody on so many different levels. I mean, for someone as old and jaded as me, that show had me crying and laughing and feeling very good about who I am and who I've become. Are you meeting and seeing and greeting, I'm sure, tons of kids?
1: Yeah, it's really incredible the amount of Youth LGBTQ that we get to see the show and um, the conversations I get to have with them because they open up to me. They tell me their life stories, which are not always pleasant ones. No. Um, and it's just it's so amazing that it, a piece of theater can bring that out of people. I love, it. I love yeah. it. Well,
0: all I can say to you is I'm so thrilled for you right now because you, like, just a sweet young woman and it's such a talent. To see you have this moment, so I'm going to talk to your people. And we're gonna sit down and have a conversation when you have time, because I know you've already done Alana Levine, and we do it in the yes. same studio. So, yes, congratulations, Thank Caitlin. You. Go out there and keep keep killing it, girl. This is Thank this you. is awesome. Yeah, is it is. Awesome. Thank so you. Just take it all in. I will. I love Thank it. So Y'all, Caitlin Kinnanen. and wait, let's do one quickie. Can we do one quickie? I, if you, I don't gotcha. want you, I don't want you to miss your interview opportunity. Oh my God, I got All right, we are here on the red carpet line for the new Dramatist Luncheon, and I'm here with my new friend again. We, it feels like, let's say, the last time I think we chatted was here, and then the time before that was when you were doing um, New Year's Eve, I believe it was, at 54 Below.
2: Yes. And
0: maybe you're still popping and making it work. What's going on with you? I haven't seen you
3: in, a, it feels like, over a year. Well, I wake up in the morning, and if my feet touch the floor, I stand <laughs> up and start walking.
0: You, me, and Chita Rivera, I think we have the same philosophy. Well, so what is it like for you to be here, like to watch these new playwrights that are going to be kind of popping through this space? Is it kind of excite you? Because there's got to be some new roles for you, my man.
3: Well, we hope so, but it's always, we have to encourage our writers, because many times with plays they get their just due. In the musical theater, they don't always get their just due, because it becomes the music. But it's the most important part of a musical. And I know that that's a, a brilliant demonstration of that this year is Tootsie. Because Mr. Horn wrote an incredible book for that show. Right. And okay. so I'm always out to support the writers of musicals. The plays, too. But, you know, I sing and dance.
0: <laughs> yes, I do know that. Because I think one of my favorite bonding moments with you is just talking about the scandal of applause. <laughs> what? Yeah. The backstage skinny, if you will.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, you mean you want me to tell you a story? Give about? me one quick one uh... well now let me think well the fact that when i uh, met betty davis uh, and uh... And later, when I met her again, I met her backstage, and she was very nice. And later, through Bonnie Franklin, I met her again, and Bonnie reminded her that I had played the Thelma Ritter role, you know, from the movie. And she said, oh, I hated what they did with that character. And I said, well, you know, it does bring it up to date. And I said, because hairdressers are very friendly with the stars. And when Comden and Green originally wrote the part, they not only wanted them gay, they wanted them black, too. So they did make a compromise. (laughs) I love it.
0: So now they're celebrating and honoring Nathan Lane.
3: Have you had any contact or work with him over the years? I've never worked with Nathan, and I know him professionally only. But he's a a, a multi talented guy and uh, one of our treasures. But I will tell you a story that when he was here to introduce Terrence McNally, and before it started, he said, I just have to tell this story. He said, I read in the New York Times today that if you hold up your hand and if your index finger is shorter than the third finger, then you are homosexual. And he said, I don't know if it's true or not, but I know that Kevin Spacey is wearing mittens now. <laughs> so that, that's So that's a good story. I him. love it. He's so uh, clever. But I mean, from I, when I think about him in
0: terms of McNally, I just realized that he's one of the reasons that Terrence McNally's on the map because yes. of all of his work that he's done for him. So it's amazing. Well, I'm forward- lucky to have each other. Well, we, sir, are going to convene because they're going to—they're giving me the wrap-up on okay. because these well, people are coming. But
3: enjoy yourself, and I'll see you next year, <laughs> if not in between. And if I- you do, stay off my corner. Because,
0: <laughs> because it's a hard hustle, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Leroy Reams, I love it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> well, I am here talking to the Tony Award nominated. How does oh that? Oh my sound? God!
4: It's I love that moniker. Wait, what? The,
0: the first I, Horn. I got your last name. Just Robert Horn. Robert Horn. Robert Horn has written the book that everybody is talking about for the musical that everybody else is talking about. Tootsie. What is this like for you right now? You're having a wonderful run. Right?
4: It is so overwhelming. You are literally out of your body. You're looking around and seeing these people that you've worshipped, that have influenced you, that have that inspire you to do what you do, and you never think you're actually going to be shaking hands with them and talking to them as peers. It is, it is crazy. I
0: think for me, with that, is like it's the same thing in that when I'm in the room and I look like behind you, there's somebody that I know that's doing a lot on the Broadway, and I'm like that on the Broadway, and the guy actually knows who I am, so I feel like really. Kind of like overwhelmed. It's like it's that same feeling. It
4: it absolutely is. It's 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 humbling, and it's also you know, you know how it. uh, We work We worked a long time, and and. Been told no a lot and been knocked down a lot, and we keep going, and here we are. So it is a, it is a, it is a, a, a lesson in fortitude, and it's just so thrilling.
0: Well, we're here celebrating Nathan Lane. So I was just telling Leroy that Nathan Lane and Terrence McNally, who's another great playwright, like that, re- his whole life, you know, his writing became so well known because of his work. How do you feel about watching your work now, but Fent-
4: Santino Fontana and Lily Cooper and all these folks just? rocking your words you know you just i just sit there and give birth to this thing they bring it to life this i always i say that watching the show is like watching the carol burnett show in its prime these actors together are so spontaneous and hysterical and it, it is a family on that stage and to have 1500 people a night as a community laughing at what you wrote is really really amazing well, thank you for taking the time to talk. This
0: is amazing. Well, he's, honey. Tootsie is popping over at the Marriott Marquis right downstairs from where we are. So make sure if you're coming down, because you just heard the book writer. How you doing? I love that. Thank you so much, Michael. Let's, can we do a quick one?
5: Oh, I love her.
6: Oh, how you doing? I Hello. You are the most.
0: I'm so envious of you. You don't even know. Oh, I'm just no, gonna don't, let no, I love you. That's the thing. So here we are yep. at the New Dramatist luncheon, yes. celebrating and honoring Nathan Lane. And I'm now talking to some of the members from the Tony Award-nominated cast of *The Prom*. Yes, I've got my two-time Tony Award-nominated boyfriend, <laughs> Christopher Sieber, and the person who I feel like is my spirit animal on the Broadway stage, Josh Lamont. How are you doing? Oh, both of you. So Fine. good. Come on. Come this, on.
7: This is fun. This yeah. is amazing. This I is like amazing. this kind of stuff. That's kind of because you get to eat. You, there's no pressure. There's no, and the award goes to, to exactly. nothing like that. Yeah, it's we just, don't care. No, we don't care. We just get to eat food, maybe drink some champagne, and uh, see a bunch of friends. Yeah. Huh? And try to sober up before
0: that oh, 7 yeah. o'clock
7: show. Oh, we, it's oh, going to be a yeah. long day today. I'm wasted. It's going to be a so long Josh, day. So,
0: Josh, I'm going to say it because, uh, you know, I, too, am a man of size. Sure. And I got to say, baby, you are twirling for your f-ing life oh thank you. thank you the whole time i was watching you i was like i will so be that damn what's the name from uh, all about eve I, i'll be your eve harrington be if you, eve. because <laughs> what a great role
3: what a wonderful opportunity thank for you. you thank you it's a dream and uh it's awesome because i want everybody that is of size or has a different ability or whatever to know that there's a place for them in this industry yeah
0: yeah. Well, you solidified it for me, honey, in a in a way that I wasn't even ready for, which I'm so thankful for. Thank you so much for that. That's this is really great. And this show, y'all. Come on. Let's talk about I had Caitlin just a minute ago. Y'all are really I hate to be that person, but you really are changing lives. Like Yeah. Like, Thanks. like it's cliché to say, but it is so true. Like We
7: see it. We see it at the stage door. Yeah. Um uh almost every performance, I would say every performance. You go at the stage door sign autographs and there there's a kid there with tears in his eyes or her eyes and they're shaking and they just saw themselves represented mm-hmm. and they saw a show that is changing their lives yeah. and th- they see themselves.
0: I, you know, the thing is I love that the fact the show is here and I love that it's having the impact that it has, but I feel like this is a show that needs to travel because yeah. this needs to go to the Ohio's yeah. and it needs to go to the Indiana's yeah. and the, <laughs> the Louisianas yeah. and the Alabama's yeah. Yeah. and to speak to those folks. And yeah. I'm glad at least now they're getting this opportunity with you guys on the stage. So Yeah, I hope so. This is great. This is great. And, of course, Nathan Lane. We're celebrating
7: Nathan Lane. Oh, he's oh wonderful. Oh, my God. Who, who,
0: who loves Nathan Lane more than any of us? Oh,
7: I love him. I've never met him, though. You've never met him? No, I've been too afraid. He's Nathan Lane. <laughs> yeah, he's just—he's a, a sweetheart. He's a great... You know, of course, he's just a brilliant talent. And, and you know, he's been a friend for years. And and I've never worked with him. We just kind of... That's the great thing about being in the Broadway community. You just know everybody. Right. So... You know, we just hung out, but we've never worked together. It's crazy.
3: Ugh. well.
5: Well.
0: I feel like that should be changing soon. Yeah. I see a love, valid compassion sure.
2: revival. Yes, sure, Yes. Come on yeah. now. Yes.
0: Well, we just need to write something. I need to write something for all of us. How about Do that? it. Do it. That's
7: do it.
2: We do.
0: It's, we're at the new Dramatist Luncheon. Why not? Hello.
7: There's been, people can write here. Who can write here. Well,
0: Josh, thank you so much for hanging out with me. And Christopher. I
7: adore you.
8: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Y'all, honey, we are here at this new Dramatist Luncheon, and I am meeting the dream cast people from the show that I absolutely adore, The Prom. You heard me just talking to Josh and Christopher and Caitlin, and now I have Miss Courtney. Tell me your last name again. Collins. Just Courtney Collins, who is mom number two in this I show, who, as you said, is the controversial mom.
9: She's the controversial mom. She's she's the mom that, that we... A lot of people don't understand, but she fiercely loves her daughter, and, and I'm a mother, so I that's where I connect with her. Uh, we're just trying to protect our kids, and oftentimes we don't know what the right thing is, depending on how we grew up, right? We're just trying to—we think that the way we grew up is the way we should raise our children, but times change, and people change, and everybody's different, and, and to think that, that your kid should be exactly like you— as, as I am discovering, I have an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old, and, you know, they're not. Stop. <laughs> how are you doing? Well, you oh know. My. Children keep you young, let me tell you, <laughs> and humble. <laughs> young, and but they remind
0: you how old you are.
9: Oh, well, they do sometimes. When you, when you say, I have a 21-year-old, you're like, oh, God, I'm not in my 30s, <laughs> am I? How'd that happen? What happened? I don't know. Because I feel like I'm in my 30s. Oh, and my mother's the same way. She will not let me tell my age because then people will do the math and figure out how old she is.
0: 'Cause we're seven.
9: It's an unspoken thing.
0: We do not talk about our age.
9: No, my grandmother did not no we never knew how old she was until she was in the hospital and we looked on her records. And we were like, oh my God.
0: That is old school. 83.
9: Yep. Old school. It is.
0: Keep my shit to the vest, honey.
9: I know it. I, I know. It. So what is it like doing this
0: show? This this must be joy.
9: It is pure joy. And and every night it's incredible telling this story. And and um, while I don't have one of the big funny Musical theater roles. Um, matter, I I love I love the roller coaster ride that we go on every every single night and and the audience you know influences us uh, every, every night the audience is different and the, and and I think our story is tweaks a little bit you know what I mean it, you you can feel them well sometimes I get booed and hissed
10: <laughs> but you know
0: what makes me mad no <laughs> that means you reach them in the I'm core of a place you're doing I your know. job who was it um once on this island Philip Boykin when he was doing Porgy and Bess yeah. had that awful awful role and he oh. would come out at his curtain, curtain call, call and people would boo, hiss and then oh. applaud
9: oh. oh I know and he
0: loved every minute of
9: oh, it oh I know I know well you know what I, I am great I love this role as an actor it's something you can really dig your dig your claws into and, uh. and, you,
0: and because it's not who you are it's a wonderful place for you to explore and walk in that fil- shoes, and then get the hell out.
9: Uh, absolutely. And I get to, to do the curtain call. I get to come out as myself, and w- my my dresser says, oh, my gosh, Courtney, when you go out there, you are pumping those arms and going like, I'm not Mrs. Green. <laughs> it's
0: really fun. so I- wonderful. Yeah. So uh, wonderful, f- just being a part of a wonderful show. I hope that you're enjoying and taking it in, because I know that you're not a New York actor. You're an Atlanta-based. That and so right. for you to come up here and spend time in a hit Broadway show, kind of makes it worth the trip,
9: isn't it? It is worth the trip. It's a dream. I've loved connecting with everybody I love. I love going on this ride. This whole Tony ride is is unbelievably uh, exhilarating and and exhausting. Not so much for me, but I watch Beth Level and all the Tony nominees. I'm so proud of them all. I'm just fiercely fiercely proud of them and proud of our
0: I felt like you and Christopher, you know, should have been considered, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. I don't know how those machinations work, but Courtney, it's just a pleasure to finally meet you. you I'm a huge fan of the show and a huge fan of everything that's going on in Broadway. You. So, thank you. thank you for coming up here and sharing your light with us in here, New York.
9: It is, it is my pleasure, and thank you for this interview. <laughs>
0: and we'll have more time to talk in another day. And we'll be back, y'all. They're rushing her over to me, honey. Miss Camille Brown. So this is how I love when you're on the red carpet for these events and you just run into people that you just already did an interview with. Right. But Honey, Tony Award nominee, Camille Brown, choreographer, Dippin' and Zooing, here at the New Dramatist Luncheon. How exciting is this to be here at this event?
11: Well, this is fantastic. This is my first time being here, so I'm just trying to take it in and just wide-eyed and, you know, trying to not fall in my, in my shoes.
0: Well, you, you kept it real with the flats, though. I'm not mad at listen, you.
11: Listen, listen, the, the, the Achilles... is is, is, is hurting, and and I've worn heels to a couple events, so we have to take it at different levels. You know, sometimes we go... It's lunchtime. It's it's lunchtime. We're sitting. You know, know, it's okay.
0: But you're still giving glam.
11: We must give glam. Regardless of the height, we must give glam.
0: I love it. So when you're walking through this particular event, you're looking now at people that do the writing, some of the writing that's done for the musicals that you have choreographed. Do you see that correlation between the writer and the the choreographer in terms of the writer having their own, I guess their own vision in terms of what they're doing, and then you being able to take their vision and put yours on top
11: of it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think all of it. Where even though movement is is kind of like dance and it's visual, it's still telling a story. So when I'm working with uh, playwrights, it's all about what is their language that they've created and also what is uh, the movement language that I've created and how do those speak together.
6: Well,
0: I don't want you to miss out on this dinner thing. Well, this is going to be on, cute. you oh, on the
11: bread, no, you know, right, the bread and I, butter.
0: And see, because you're a dancer, you keep it tight. You can be able to have bread and butter on a regular.
11: So, sometimes, sometimes. You know, I still dance, so. I and, love it. And, and I'm,
0: I'm going to
11: be 40 next year, so we can't we can't always have pizza when we want it
0: look she say 40 but look 20 making it work honey <laughs> camille brown here with me and don't forget our interview is going to be airing next week next friday here on the curtain call so it's going to be cute we are here at the new dramatist luncheon and a child the people are coming they're zipping through the tony nominees are happening and right now even though you might not remember i'm talking to someone who it seems like about two or three years ago we were sitting in a booth at 54 below Ah, I got you, right?
6: I was wondering.
0: You were like, how's he going to go? 54 Below, talking about doing your show then. And uh, y'all, Tony Award nominee
6: today. Ooh. Boom. Boom. It's a crazy life. It is a crazy life, but it's it's joyous when you let it be. Right? Yeah. He's
0: nominated for his Tony Award for the production of The Boys in the Band that was this is the 50th anniversary of the play, and it is one of those pieces that, you know, it does not necessarily show gay people in the best of light.
6: <laughs> no, it's it's a really weird play, and I remember in rehearsals we w- we would say to ourselves, like, just so we know, this is not for everyone. Right. It's not for everyone, but it's really interesting the perspective that you see it from, mm-hmm. because I feel like you know the lead Michael, he he's the one that that cre- that character is the one that creates the image of it being such a sad, dark, right. twisted portrayal of us. Whereas for me and this is my job as an actor anyway, what I in fact see is eight other men coping. I don't see them, they do have shame, but society has put that on them. And so the piece is not a celebration, it's not noble. Um, But it's real because it's what society did to them. It's what they they projected onto them. Um, So I think there's a lot of it that's actually, we point fingers at the gay men, well, we should be pointing finger at what's outside that door. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So, the big rumor is now it's uh, um, it's been substantiated
6: that you guys are going to do it for Netflix? Yeah, we're doing it for Netflix. I'm so excited. And it's the whole cast, every single one of us coming back. July, August, we'll be shooting. Uh, it's unheard of, I feel is, like. Is that going to be shot live to audience, or is it be just shot as As a feature. A yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's, so, the script will have some changes to it. It's been through a, a few hands exciting for you.
0: I'm just looking at you and I'm just marveling because I remember the conversation. I look at you and I'm thinking about camp. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm Uh thinking about all of the things that the machinations, I'm sure, your Law and Order SVU moment.
6: Yes, yes.
0: See, I'm a little bit of a fan, Robin, all right?
6: I will receive it. Thank you. You
0: know. Um, But now we're talking about Nathan Lane, who has won a Tony for being in another play that had a whole different impact on the gay community.
6: What's it like to be here honoring him? It's great. It's also hysterical because I've never met him, so I feel like I'm a fan. Well, I am a fan. You know, he—he's someone that, like, when I was in ninth grade, you know, freshman year, looking at those cast albums, reading the synopsis and the names, like, you knew who he was. Um, in that moment, I may not have known the plays, but I knew that that was the dude from the Birdcage, you know. And he was always so layered and so beautiful. Always hysterical, but—but that—that—that hit, hit, that, the the currency in that. Only had value because of the heart and the meat that wow. was grounding it, you know, um, and that and that's what I always strive to be. He he is. I should be so lucky to have a career like that man to have
0: this career. Yeah,
6: wow. well, yeah.
0: Hopefully, we're gonna all have some sense of longevity in our careers. But God, Robin, get it. Just go go back and get that damn Tony because you know what?
6: Why not? Thank you. And I can't tell you how much it means to see a man of color on this line because it is always a very it's a very they're very white spaces. And it's nice to have someone that you can share a POC experience with. So I appreciate you.
0: Robin Dejus, y'all. Congratulations, Papito. This is so
3: fabulous.
0: We are here at the Dramatist Luncheon, New Dramatist Luncheon. And I'm standing here now with the Tony Award-nominated choreographer, David Noonan, who... It's part of the show that everybody is talking about. 14 Tony Award nominations for Hades Sound. How are you doing, sir?
10: I am. I am amazed, shocked, and really, really happy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I gotta tell you, I am a bit a fan of the choreographers. Although I may not give you a full dance about it, but look at this. Come on now. No, you've,
10: got, you've got. you got. you got the. Give me a, open a, fifth. Uh, yeah. just It'd a nest. Cool. Just enough. Yeah. Just simple. Mm-hmm. But
0: you know, I gotta <laughs> suck it in too. But. This show is like popping. Everyone is just insane for the show right now. How does this feel? Like this is your debut and people are nuts and you got a Tony nomination.
10: Yeah. It's it's like I'm in shock. I felt like, you know, I I was telling my friends, uh, like I went to go have, uh, you know, a dinner at a diner. And I fell asleep, and I woke up, and I'm in this fancy restaurant wearing a fur coat, and people are looking at me and asking me questions. So it's kind of like a night and day type of thing. It's but it's exciting. so good, though, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. I'm so fortunate. I'm really, I'm really grateful for it, but yeah. This, this
0: is a great thing because everyone, like I said, is talking about the show, which means it's more attention to you. What's next? I mean, ride this wave, but mm-hmm. I know that you're always looking for that next gig. Yeah. What is happening for you? Well, we I'm. Discuss.
10: I'm very excited. I mean, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of meetings coming up. Um, this has opened up a lot of doors for me, and I continue to do my own work. I do original work downtown, kind of the downtown experimental theater stuff, and that's still going strong. So I'm. Wow. Very excited. I've got a show coming up in January. So, so. you're gonna
0: be like a, a Joe Iconis kind of come from the downtown scene and work it uptown moment. I'll try, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, you know, I gotta tell you, congratulations. I am very friendly with Dennis Jones and with um, Uh, Camille, who just left, and so I'm really glad to finally get to meet you because I saw that list and I was like, I don't know him. (laughs) Why do I not know him? I've been met everybody else. How come I don't know him? But wonderful, wonderful, wonderful work that there's the news, the reviews are so wonderful for this show. It's it's just it's a pleasure to meet people that are getting to do and live clearly your dream.
10: Thank you. Yeah,
0: it's good. an absolute. It's a, it is a dream. It's an absolute dream. It's well, a good one. I hope that we have a chance later on, after the Tony craziness wears yeah, yeah. down, to sit and have a full conversation like I've had with all the
10: other choreographers. Sure, I'd love to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, I love them. Yeah. Well, you know them. You know them better. So uh, hopefully so, we get to know each other and yeah. Fantastic. have time. Well, enjoy the luncheon. Thank,
0: Thank you very lunch. much. And we'll be back. Bye. bye. Nice to see you. We are here at the New Dramatists' Luncheon, working this press line. And, you know, this is a time for me to get to meet all the Tony nominees.
2: <laughs> it's, so, it's so interesting, you know, like I'm, I'm a fish out of water here because um, this isn't my town. And the only time I come here, I'm doing a play, so I don't get to see anyone else's plays. So here I am surrounded by the great and the good and all these people who I, I should probably be massively fanboying over and I don't know when anyone is because of that so I, I, it's, it's great though like I feel very blessed well
0: you know it's kind of nice for you to just be here to do a play and get a nomination for Carvel. come on now
2: yeah it's it's not bad is it not too shabby not I too would, shabby yeah.
0: so what's it like now you are you say you're only here for only seeming to just to work like what is it like doing this piece because this is a piece that when we talk about the press and stuff today and how it has become like to watch the kernels of that happening on stage must be like do you feel guilty
2: weird or what Uh, I don't feel guilty I mean (laughs) 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 um, well you know I mean um, it's exciting it's exciting because I love I love being on stage and I love you know delivering dynamic theater and I think that's what we're doing so so frankly that's how it feels um, when, when I think about the play and its, and its, um, its importance and its theme, yes, of course, I'm, uh, I'm startled, actually, how even more relevant it feels now, two years after we first performed it in London. I, w- I was curious to see whether it would you know, transfer well over here, and, and, and I think it's, if anything, all, more, all the more resonant. Um, so that, that's kind of startling. My, my father was a journalist, as was his dad, as was his dad. So I feel like I'm going back to the beginning of a story that, you know, it sort of runs in the family.
0: Runs in the family, the family but you're like, uh, I'm not a journalist, but I just play one on stage, right?
2: That's well, he's not a journalist, really, Mr. Murdoch. Uh, I, I, you know, I think his uh, he's, he has a deep love of newsprint and newspapers. And... Uh, Whatever else, uh, whatever charges may be laid at his door vis-a-vis journalism, I mean, you certainly have to give him credit for um, loving uh, newsprint. But he's not a journalist, and um, you know, perhaps that's part of his ability to disrupt that field, is that he's coming from a different place and coming thinking as a businessman, and that's what he is. Well, this is
0: this is great, though. You say that you never have enough time to to, um, to see other people's works. So like, I'm trying to think, if your schedule is the, the traditional one where you're off on Monday, then you are kind of screwed, right?
2: Yeah, um, that's, that's the right damn. word for it. Um, yeah. well, there's, a, there's an Actors Fund uh, midnight matinee of Hillary and Clinton coming up this week on, on Thursday. I'm, I'm going to go to see that, so I'm, I'm excited about that.
0: Next. That's pretty cool. Well, you know, there's always a Sunday night somewhere that you'll probably be able to sneak in. Of course, yeah. it's stuff you have probably already seen. But Bertie Carvel, y'all, eight shows a week over at the Manhattan Theater um, Theater. Yeah, Sam Manhattan. Club Club, uh, I was theater. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm all Manhattan I'm all a because you good. British you British men, y'all make me nervous. I hate Why to admit that. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Does it is it an evil sounding voice? Maybe. the sound of evil <laughs> I, I think that the um, it we're losing out now aren't we to all the kind of Scandinavian actors they're they're the new go-to villains yeah. oh, funny. Scandinavian yeah. wait
0: so you guys are going over and then that's all these black British people coming over playing Americans I love this well,
8: I love
2: it yeah I mean in, in a way no wonder a lot of my uh, friends uh, black British actors uh-huh. uh, say I have to go to America because there just aren't the parts. People aren't producing the plays. Uh, I think that is changing, actually. A lot, of, a lot of work has been done in recent years. I think the message finally landed that we need better representation on our stages and on our screens. And it's an exciting time, actually, to be in the industry. I think it's, uh, you know, a long overdue change.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're back. I'm glad that you're working. And I'm thrilled that you got a Tony nomination. Come on
2: you now. Not, not too shabby, right? It's pretty... Cool. You, yeah. you can say it. Can I? Yeah. Fucking cool. It's I great. love it.
0: Bertie Carville, thank you so much. We are here at the New dramatist Luncheon in this press line, honey. Working the room like uh, nine to five. And who do I run into now giving me glorious sunshine and all of this color? The one and only Carrie Butler. Hey, girl. She's turning them out over at the uh, Beetlejuice right now. Yes. How are you?
12: I'm great. How are you?
0: You're, first of all, you're gorgeous always. You. What? How much fun are you having at that damn show?
12: Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. And mainly from our audiences at this point, our audiences are insane. First of all, they all get dressed up. And then they just come, like, ready to have a good time. They're laughing so much, screaming, jumping to their feet at the end, clapping alongside. It's so much fun. Well, I
0: gotta say, just the mere fact that I know you guys are across the street from me every day makes me so joyous. I'm like, yay! But what's great is that people are just gravitating to this show, and I'm loving it. I work in a lot of other different places, and whenever people ask me about shows, like you got to put Beetlejuice on your list.
12: Oh, good! I, so I'm doing that out there. For, thank you, thank you. A bunch
0: of tourists at Ripley's, but that's another story. Uh-huh. But what is it now for you? Like you're settling into this role, you're having a wonderful time. I'm to, I, you know, you've already said the audience is so thrilled to be there. For you though, like you left the show to do this show.
12: I I loved loved doing Mean Girls so it was a really really hard decision but my part is bigger in this and also it's like it's a part that I feel like fits me like a glove, kind right. of. You know, like all of the things that I do and make me like different and quirky are kind of in this part. So it's almost like it was written for me even though it wasn't. Right. So it's just really easy and fun to do. <laughs> you know, Whereas other parts, I'm like, oh, I gotta go be this person.
0: Right. Bar- I to shore up to be that person.
12: Yeah, Barbara is like a really fun person to be eight times a week. Right,
0: I love it. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing. I was a little bummed after the nominations in search of certain performances. However, I'm...
12: Did you see it yet? You haven't seen it yet? What?
0: We're talking. Okay, good. I'm coming. I'll make sure to get it. But I want you guys to have fucking... (laughs) Y'all heard that, right? (laughs) Because y'all know I know people, right? I love this job. Carrie Butler. God, what are we going to do? I wanted to ask you something profound, but I don't have it in me anymore. But I yeah, love coming you. Coming
12: backstage is super fun because, like, there's so much magic and stuff, and the set is incredible. That's
0: right, because you do magic in this
12: show. I do magic. Yes. It's not scary anymore. I think I told you last time yeah. I cried. I cried at first, but now I'm, like, used to it.
0: You got it down. Well, y'all y'all got to go see Carrie and um, uh, D- Dan Heiser and yes. Leslie, Leslie Kritzer. Kritzer and my Rob McClure. Yes. Uh, and that Sophie Ann and yes. Alex. You guys are just... You're turning those people out every week, and I love knowing that I'm that close to y'all. Great, thank you. <laughs> and we're gonna just hang out here until we get some more. But Carrie, go get them. Girl. So again, Beetlejuice is the talk of the town.
8: Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Uh, it's fun not only to the audiences are having amazing time, but the cast is having an amazing time. Yeah. We just uh, are just having a blast doing the show.
0: Like, at this point now, it's, you're, there's so much magic, there's so much insanity that's happening in this show. How are you keeping up with this every day?
8: Oh, are you kidding me? We just ride the magic carpet. Yeah. You know, absolutely. It's, it's terrific. It's a great ride to get on, and you don't really want to get off. It's terrific.
0: I love it because I love seeing people, yeah. real people, yeah. not, the, you know, not the community, because we're going to be all about it no matter what. But it's nice to see average folks coming to a Broadway show excited to be there and even more excited
8: when they leave. It's amazing to me the, uh, the following that that name, Beetlejuice, has. And they do, they come to have a good time right from the very beginning. You know, as soon as the lights dim, they start screaming. And I love that too, and it just gets us all jazzed as we're ready to go out on the deck. It's great. I
0: love it. Well, I gotta give you another moment because you are giving me <laughs> I want you to have a cigar with this look right now.
8: Well, you know, I wear a cigar in, in one of my characters I play yeah. <laughs> called Cigar Man. <laughs> Isn't it fun, though, because as a character actor, you get to do everything. I love doing that. I love being able to uh, play a, a track that has so many different characters that are so different from each other. And that's a, that's a lot of fun to do.
0: Again, congratulations for everything. Thank you. Make it work and enjoy the we fact are. that you're working. That's some fabulous
8: We thing. are riding, riding the carpet, like I said. Yes. Fabulous.
0: Okay, y'all, I'm on deck right now for Judith Light. We love, 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 love. Judith, it's hey. so good to see you. Hi. so good to see you. Oh, this is Keith Price and we are here at the New Dramatist Luncheon on the Repress Line and I'm having a moment with, I have to, I'm pulling it together because I feel like I don't need to do this, with the two-time Emmy Award winning, two-time Tony Award winning, multiple drama desks, multiple out of critic circles, the whole schmear, advocate and LGBT ally for life miss judith light oh my god Darling,
1: how are you nice I, to see you
0: i am wonderful how oh my goodness how are you
1: i'm really great i'm this very honored to i, to, I always love this luncheon because right. we get to talk about the playwrights because they are lifeblood and also because i get to be with daryl roth who is my very dear friend so i'm just very happy to be here just,
0: it's like and we're honoring nathan lane who, uh,
1: I know. Come on. what a choice i mean come on like, so for What's you it's taken so long <laughs> Right. That
0: I boy. love. He's like made Terrence McNally the one of the most world famous playwrights because of his yeah, he's acting ability.
1: Amazing. It is extraordinary. Like, it is such a
0: hand in hand relationship between the writers and I the know, actors. I
1: know. That's the way it goes. So, maybe. what are you working on right now, Ms. Judith? Because I know I, you're everywhere. I'm. I'm working on getting into lunch. <laughs> if I don't sit down at the table, they're going to kill me. Number one. Number two. I've got the. Um, the two-hour movie musical of Transparent that's going to drop in September. I'm on the last episode of the first season of The Politician, which will be starting for Netflix. Um, And as you know, Transparent is Amazon Prime, and I'm... My husband's writing, and I'm producing something, so I'm in a process of a lot of different stuff. Oh. I might have a new show coming up, so which I can't well, talk about uh, yet, and I'll tell you about well, it. You
0: let me know when you have, if you months. need a sassy, black, fun, groovy guy. Come and get me. I love you. I love you. Go eat. Go eat. Thank you so much, Ms. Judith Light. I, we've spoken before, Miss Julie White. Yes, when I used to work at Sirius. Ah. We sat down. I can't remember what you were doing, but we were hanging out and being fabulous and wonderful. (laughs) And that's all I remember, and that's good enough for me. How are you, Miss
13: Tony nominee? Oh, my God. I'm so tired. Have you seen my show yet? (laughs) show's exhausting. What am I doing up and walking around at 1130?
0: You know what? You're living your best life because you're doing what you love to do still.
13: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And people are paying attention.
13: Yeah, it's a wonderful show. I mean, I just think it's... I don't even know what you'd call it, but I just feel like it's a great privilege to get to do it. And I feel like it's one of those that people will be reading and doing for years, for decades and decades. And I'm so proud my name will be on that original so cast, page. yes, love it. yes. So
0: we're here with The New Dramatists, we're celebrating new playwrights, uh. which Again, this is a piece that's new.
13: Yes, it certainly is, it's certainly new, and it's been really exciting um, seeing what young, new playwrights are doing with the genre and making it so modern and and really being new dramatists, you know? I think this is a really exciting time for the theater Mm -hmm. and for trying to make the theater more accessible to everyone. And if we can just get the price down.
0: Get the price down would be one great it's thing. It's really
13: hard because these theaters are so small in a way, you know, mm-hmm. but you need them to be this size. It,
0: in order to tell that kind of story. Yes,
13: yes. But it makes the it makes it kind of a dear expense as mm-hmm. opposed to something that you can do weekly. Right. Right. Although I noticed the kids coming and doing that.
0: The today ticks oh, app, yeah. they're doing the
13: yep. they're doing it all. They're figuring know? it out. They're figuring it out. Which
0: is good for you guys because at yeah. least now there's people in the seats.
13: Yes, yes. And it, those are the people that get the play from the Beginning. minute I open my mouth, you know? It's yeah, it's That's really cool. Well
0: yeah. Julie White girl. You know, this isn't your first time at the Tony Rodeo. That's we know. Right. That's but, right. but how exciting is it every time?
13: Here? It's really fun and um my sister is coming up with me again. She comes, and we're like, "Yay! We get to see all the shows," because you get—they do little bits from you know all the big musicals—and right. I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> I'm gonna go see the prom tonight. It's my night. You on. are gonna, I'm gonna, gonna love
0: see it, Brooks. You're gonna
13: love I, it. I'm really rooting for Brooks to win it this year. I hope they give it to him. He's, he's, he's been, one of those. He's been a tentpole in the Broadway theater, um, like. You know, like Nathan Lane, for years.
0: Who that we're honoring tonight, I and know, you're working I'm so with? I like, What
13: does no. that like like? It's unbelievable. you gonna so say
0: unfucking believable. I was. <laughs> there
13: he goes. He's so he's unfucking believable. Yeah. He's so generous. He's what he's doing in Gary is extraordinary, and I can't think of another actor who could do it, because it's like both the mask of comedy and tragedy. In one and one thing, he's—he's he's also there's something about him that I don't know. He's just amazing, and we've never worked together before. So
0: now, right? yes,
13: and we're just basically just all over each other out there. It's a love fest, and it's a little bit of trouble because we get so amused at each other that sometimes we laugh.
0: But that's—but that's—that's what the joy of being Especially able to work. Especially
13: when you're tired, you know, you're really tired. And then he pulls off some bullshit out there. Is he, is he still? Wow. Is he
0: still like pulling pranks?
13: Oh yeah, he's messing with. He's. Me- he do- yes, yeah. <laughs> he is. And I mean, he could have gotten his nose out of joint and gotten real hurt that they did that he didn't get nominated for this year, right. which seems dumb to me. Really dumb. But I'm instead, it's like he doubled down, like a great actor would. He's like. Yeah, you don't think I? Yeah, watched this. And so he is just shooting the lights out out there, wow. and he also does kind of a trick shot, like a Steph Curry three-pointer from half court, with that pigeon. He throws it up into the.
0: Why are we not having cocktails and doing this conversation? I don't
13: know because I have to do this stinking Damn show. Ass. Oh, we could talk I wanna, for half of yes. Game of Thrones,
0: really. I'm not a Game of Thrones person.
13: Oh, i, don't, I can't no, You can't
0: talk to me anymore? <laughs> this interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> Julie okay, White, yes. Tony Award winning Julie White, thank you so much. Thank you. I just, can I have a quickie, quick selfie with you? Oh, yeah, you? yeah. What
13: is someone-
0: this is Keith Price, and we are here on the red carpet line for the new dramatist's Playwright Luncheon, and I'm standing here now with the Tony Award nominated, let me toss my hair back for you, director, writer as well to Des enough sir, How, thank you for taking a moment. Oh, I'm doing? thrilled to be here. I'm doing great. You're doing great. What is this excitement like for you this season? I mean, you know, this is, you know, you're not new to the Tony scene, but what is it like to be in it again?
5: You know, uh, it, it, this has been a particularly good uh, uh, year uh, when we got the, the phone call, I was sitting with my, my beautiful wife having coffee in the morning. And uh, I thought of different possibilities with the nominations. But I must say that it, it didn't occur to me that we'd get nominated in uh, basically every character c- category where we're eligible. So that was a wonderful day because all the hugs were positive. There, there, were, there was no... Uh, I didn't have to. There was no consolation. There was no. Oh, you should have been nominated. It was all congratulations. So that's been a, a wonderful a, a magic carpet ride.
0: But you know, you're taking on these stories of these icons. It's like the Jersey Boys. You've got the Temptations. You clearly are very connected to music in that
5: way. You know, I am connected to music. But you know, since Jersey Boys, I think I've done uh, uh, 27 shows, and only uh, I've only ever done three of these biography. Uh, style musicals so it's still relatively new to me thankfully we've had a lot of success and my partner sergio's also done dozens of shows since but we seem to be known for those shows because more people have seen them uh, I, I do compose music and i love taking the opportunity of telling a great song like in this show you know we we have my girl which goes from the david ruffin meeting to Smoky Robinson hearing David's voice writing them their first number one hit and that's all contained within one song so as a storyteller it's fantastic to have the opportunity to take a song like my Girl on just, uh, you know, tell a tale. It's, it's just a great privilege. Well,
0: I'm a big fan of the work, and I know that you're moving on through, but I want to let you know this is an honor for me to talk to you because I just adore you and the work you do, and I love me some Sergio. So this is all—I'm having a great day. I'm so glad. Thanks <laughs> Thank so much. You. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Holding you to that. This is Keith Price, and We are here at the new Dramatist Luncheon's press line, and— uh, he did not believe me when I told him the last time that I saw him that I knew he was going to be nominated for that Ding Dang Tony Award. Sergio Trujillo,
10: how you doing? I'm amazing, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Having an amazing month celebrating, you know, just enjoying the limelight and celebrating this, this moment that happens once a year where we all come together and we, and we celebrate the season. Celebrate,
0: celebrate what was a great season because, come on now, you know I texted you right in the middle of that damn show. <laughs> honey y'all this man is turning these kids out and ain't too proud he's got them dancing for points they're saying choreographer i'm saying genius
10: (laughs) and (laughs) taskmaster no no of course no my boy my boys my 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 cast really is uh they they what i like to say is that i want blood on the dance floor and that's what they're giving me no they're they're dying this this cast is dancing as though they were it was the last time they were going to dance and you know for me is incredibly inspiring and, uh, you know, uh, reassuring and, 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 you know, for me to be able to choreograph original choreography for The Temptations, I mean, come on. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a real treat. That's great.
0: Yeah. And have you, have, um, who's still alive? Ruffin's still, not, not Ruffin, who's no, still alive? Oh, So what has he said about, to you about the show?
10: Well, the amazing thing, the best compliment that as anybody has paid to me about this show is what, what Otis Williams said to me. He said, Sergio, you have out yourself. He said, I'm going to steal some of your moves and put them in my <laughs> show.
0: <laughs> you better work it out, yeah, Sergio. I'm still so not mad so at you. Well, Sergio, you know I love you and adore you. So this is a wonderful time just to be able to hang out with you and have these moments is great. So I'm going to be looking forward to seeing you next Sunday at the Chita Rivera Awards. This is so wonderful, but you're done. I love it. Oh, my God, this is going to be our tradition. I love it. I, I love it. it. Well, have thank fun. You, thank Congratulations. I'll you, see thank thank you soon. This is Keep Price's Curtain Call.